time. Yeah. The truth is, grammar is still difficult, and I did not take AP literature. How do you, even like now, like when you're editing your podcast, do you ever, um, do you ever, do you ever just kind of go back and be like, oh my God, I got to finish. I got to fix this when I say like too much or, um, or yes. yeah, like, you know what I mean? I'll go, whoa, that's crazy. You're too, that's, <laughs> that's like crazy. Your, that like the way you say that's crazy is how I say like a lot. Yeah. I'll, and I'll say like a lot too and make a sentence really long, uh, but we still like the points. Yeah. So, Hannah, you told me yesterday that you wanted to read something, and you actually have it in front of you. You haven't read something on my podcast in a minute, so this is going to be interesting. This is going to be interesting. And to give a little briefing, this is a journal entry that I wrote uh, prior to podcast Hannah, Jiu-Jitsu Hannah, Life is Great Hannah. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think life was great at this time. Um, But I think it's important to understand how we verbalize hard times because, you know, they always come back. We go through them. But... I think this was a good little depiction of that season of my life. Okay, here it goes. It's like loneliness is out to get me. The pain and the silence and the agony of nothing in this moment giving me any joy. In my mind, his presence beside me could fill any aches and pain within my heart. That him being with me would make me feel better. I hate to idolize my feelings, but in this moment, I feel terrible. I feel like throwing up. I feel like beyond my physical, I am empty. I see there is a space in my heart for God to fill me up, but I don't really know where to start. Maybe I don't mind facing these emotions. Let's see what I can teach myself. My ex. I idolized him and I feel empty without him. He took a place in my life that only God should take. This is natural, but it's my fault for getting closer to him than I did with God. I guess my faith has been a hobby lately. Like if it is my life and career, then I'm all about it. But if it's not, it's not. I want my faith and relationship with God to be something that allows me to feel joy. The Bible says, consider it pure joy when you feel like shit, for it is the shit that allows your perseverance to be strengthened. (laughs) I'm hurting and I have a lot of introspective work to do. My dad's best friend just died. Um, My dad's best friend of years from high school just died. My best friend has to watch over two kids by herself. One of my colleagues from work is taking a week off of work to find where she's going to live, learn how to drive, and watch her baby by herself. My cousin has a mom that is fighting cancer, and I've been broken up with. I am okay. It's crazy how love can make you feel like you're dying without it, but the truth is, I'm so lucky to have been with a man that had the courage to do this. I'm lucky to have been with him. What an honor and experience. Some girls never get to experience this. The fact I can even have hope is a beautiful thing. This time is a gift. This time could be wrapped up in a bow and handed to me with a note that says, trust me, you're going to need this. You're welcome. Now lies my choice to open the gift and enjoy all the things inside it or say, no, I don't need it. I don't want it. Thank you. Um, I need I need this. I want this. This is truly an amazing gift and I'll treasure it deeply. The time I have now. What shall I do with this gift? Remove ego invite God, read all the books, write all the words, adventure all the places, breathe in fresh air, hear the birds, sing songs, write poems, make friends, accomplish courses, master social media, express my truth, and get to know this truly lovely lady named Hannah. She's pretty cool, pretty abstract, pretty complex, a deep thinker, a deep lover, a independent, and very creative woman and so worthy of all that this beautiful gift has to offer. What year and month was that? <laughs> Not 
too long ago. Um, this was March twenty third, two thousand and twenty two. Oh, that's recent. <laughs> so was did I know you during this time? Uh, yeah. You knew me, but I was moving to oh San Diego. San Diego, yeah. So, oh, it was February twenty third, two thousand and twenty two. What are your thoughts when you? reading that looking back at it all yeah so when I read this yesterday I was like wow you really did come so far like I came so far to where I no longer have to wake up with that feeling of, mm. of like that ache and I remember I'm that person that wakes up that doesn't want to do anything that doesn't want to move mm -hmm. and it's real because I know someone right now who's like going through a breakup and I say it's me <laughs> <laughs> it's Daniel <laughs> five years ago but he's still hurting <laughs> But talking to her and just like connecting with her, she's telling me about her breakup. I'm like giving her advice and speaking to her heart and I can tell it's helping her. And I'm like, this is so familiar to me. This feeling, this pain, you feel like you're going crazy. You feel like you are not yourself because you're really not. Being heartbroken is, it brings out a side of you you don't know exists. Mm -hmm. But being able to help someone and be reminded of that time and even look back at it makes me again like i feel like i saw that gift wrapped in a bow and i took it and i'm like okay if if this life if i don't get that dream that i wanted with my ex then i'm going to do something awesome with this time that i have on my own and thanks to you thanks to my coaches and and thanks to other people in my life and my friends like i have gotten to get to a place in my life where i'm like i did it i got over that painful heartbreak yeah. i let go I'm trusting God now and learning how to just rebuild this new dream that I'm creating for myself and build a life that I like I want and take pride in mm. doesn't it give you kind of an example too, like when because uh, in the future something something bad is gonna happen something sad is gonna happen mm -hmm. but this is kind of like a, a reminder as if like oh I remember when I was sat and down before and I kind of conquered that and I can do it again exactly so it's like a reminder yeah, and I'm proud to look back and read that and just, oh my gosh, that's me. And I totally remember those feelings. But I kind of thought looking in my journal would be more like empowering and here's what you're working on. And I did see some like meditations that I reflected on. I'm like, oh, that was good. I was meditating. But it is true. Like I was hurting, but I was like, I can learn from this. I can do these different things. Like I need to understand what I'm feeling and making sure that I'm putting energy into right the right mm -hmm. things. And even like, you know, my ex, he didn't hurt me. We broke up and that's why it was hard. Mm. But in life, people will hurt you or think bad things will happen. But still like giving healing energy to that instead of being mad at the situation or being mad at the person, you're just creating that energy and it's going to you're going to embody that energy and be mad all the time and be angry. But I'm just proud of myself for being in that pain and being like, I hope he's doing well. Now I got to do what I have to do. I have to let go and grow from that. Yeah. And like I'm and obviously I hope I I have that kind of uh, perseverance when life hits hard again. For for people who have obviously been in love, I feel like the big majority of us have been in love before. Um, why is it so scary for people to fall in love again? Because they fell in love before. Yeah. But don't they understand that that's like one of the best feelings in the world? But somehow yeah. people shy away from it now. I think because it's the best feeling in the world, but losing it, losing the love that you've experienced is the most painful and scariest feeling ever. 
to be broken down to that point and have to build yourself up when no one touched you no one harmed you it's literally your heart feeling things weird. you feel psycho like you feel crazy and you're like i'm not gonna get there again your body is like itching yeah it's almost like what's what's wrong with my insides right now yeah you know what i mean and and i'm glad you understand that because you know men they're like you know you got to be tough you got to get over it but it's like it's so deep yeah. and painful no one wants to be that weak and that like powerless because of they got broken up with but mm. that's real yeah. and i think like right now we're seeing that you can you can have a lot of great things that love has to offer without the responsibility and commitment and reality of a healthy and loving relationship mm. like to face the the things that even i'm working on and i am at like level one but like inner healing with how you view people how you view yourself like the traumas of your childhood impacting a relationship that you could have with a partner mm. those that's a lot of work to do loving yourself truly enough to be able to love someone else and know how to receive love well because you love yourself that is really hard you mm. can look around and see people's insecurities and how like it's going to be hard to receive love because you don't love yourself you know like that's something to work on the discipline of being with one person is is oddly enough hard these days because we have access to everyone with social media mm. we can have the freedom to do whatever we want there's no do's and don'ts like there was there's no old-fashioned way like there was mm -hmm. we have free range to go crazy so it's like this love you are going to have everything you want and need it's going to be the best you're going to have a partner that's going to want to help you and be there for you and you're going to want to give him the world but are you willing to do the sacrifice are you mm -hmm. willing to choose to make that sacrifice for someone that you love and and it, you can see most everyone is saying no i mean like i'm saying no right now you know like i'm like i need to figure myself out right now like i i don't want to hurt someone again i don't want mm -hmm. someone to hurt me again i need to love myself and i need to know how my childhood can affect a relationship but at the same time it's like it's the best sacrifice to make yeah. And I'm I'm proud of myself for making that sacrifice with him because it was a lot of work. I literally needed a lot of help to be like, I'm going to choose this relationship. And that's because I'm 22 years old and love displayed, relationships displayed is very different. Even mm. though I have a great model of parents and even he, he had married parents, which is like a huge blessing. But it's like, it's so hard. Like my parents can't talk to me about dating anymore because they're so out of touch when you're mm. raised with social media with this like standards being weird and expectations and o information overload about a false idea of mm. love and even hookups and promiscuity and openness it's like it's very different yeah so i i think that i don't blame anyone for taking their time and avoiding it but i do believe it's a sacrifice that that you should make that everyone should make one day and work towards understanding the sacrifice required now you know mm -hmm. like i'm learning the sacrifices that i have to make now and i'm working them in my own time like i have to learn how to love myself fully and deeply i have to know like why i get irritated pe with people the way i do when it's like a reflection of myself what what get what it gets you irritated from other people ha uh <laughs> uh well okay so i think what i'm learning right now is i guess i think the w recent one is people telling me what to do mm. 
Um, yeah. Like f- what? Man, something happened yesterday, and I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, okay. So this is deep, and I wasn't planning on sharing this, but frick it. <laughs> Don't feel comfortable cussing. Um, it's a Christian channel. <laughs> pretty much. So I was... I put my expectations on other people because because of how ambitious I am, it's a beautiful, great thing. It's a strength. But what it does is sometimes it makes me not fully love and and accept myself if I'm not in pursuit of something great. Mm. And I think that it's great to be in pursuit of something great. But can you love yourself apart from that? You know, like it's like no different than like I accomplished my goals because I got this car. I got this car and I'm great because I was able to do what I had to do to have this dream car. But I get that car taken away. Mm. That's still me that achieved it. But can I still love this person without the car? You know, mm. and so like f- what I'm saying is that was me not being able to accept myself. So if I can't accept myself, what that's going to do is make me put pressure on people in my life. Yeah. Make them feel like they're not good enough. Make them feel like they're off track in their own journey. When I'm learning, like everyone has their own timeline and their own journey. What's important is to be in the direction of the right thing and that's it and trust trust that everyone has the free will and the choice to do the right thing and it's good to be encouraged but i think i would come a little bit too aggressive like you should be doing this and and that and and putting unnecessary pressure because of the unnecessary pressure i put on myself oh yeah and i I feel like uh i mean i'll I'll even say it i mean I, i feel like i did that with you a lot in the very beginning of our relationship like when we I kind of took you under my wing um and then as as i got it, it's i mean you just kind of grow out of it too like even for myself i was like look my mentors were tough on me and i just because they were tough on me doesn't mean when somebody calls me mentor that means i have to be hard on them mm-hmm. and you're a female it's different like i have to is like, it different i think so <laughs> <laughs> like i have to like when i'm when i'm with you it's like the caring the nurturing the the different communications involved and yes we're still talking about productivity but at the same time it's um it's different it's a different flow it's a different uh tone of voice mm-hmm. i'm not like dude hannah man like i'm the shoulders going like you know what i mean i'm yeah. not i'm not it's it's a different tone that i would have to give to you but i learned that the hard way i learned that because i saw that it gave you it gave you like unnecessary stress you're like Daniel. I feel like I'm having to perform for you, and I was like, "What?" And I didn't like that. And I was like, "Dude, like, I don't look at your stuff and think like, man, she's not doing good enough, or not doing this, not doing that." It's like, no, like, I'm glad of like everything that you're doing, but I don't. I never wanted you to feel like that. I wanted you to be just on your own lane and just mm-hmm. staying there and focusing on there, and then like gradually building up. Like that's the whole point. Like everybody has a lane, mm-hmm. and we're all just trying to stay in it and then go into another one go into another yeah. one oh let's test this one out let's go see what this one's like like mm-hmm. it's just gradually growth but as time shows and the times right now it's like everybody just kind of wants the the quick fix the mm-hmm. oh tomorrow i'm gonna be a millionaire or tomorrow i'm gonna get married or tomorrow i'm gonna have kids like doesn't it's, it's time mm-hmm. especially times are so different now so it's making the proper adjustments yeah you know yeah and i i feel like when you came into my life, I needed everything that you were doing with me and for me, you know, Mm. like you were tough on me because I needed that. But it was more of like a reflection of myself because you were literally helping me reach my dreams and goals. And so I needed that, but things were coming up in myself where I'm like, 
you you don't love yourself like that's my problem mm. and so i don't fully accept myself if i slack a little bit you're not good enough if i slack what do you think that comes from it comes from having parents with high standards it's a good yeah. thing it's, it's a good thing, but I'm an adult now. I grow out of it. Now I need to have those personal standards. But if you don't become aware, what's going to happen is I'm going to make you do the same thing that my parents did when I was a child. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to find coach and make him put pressure on me like my parents did when I was a child. And now it's like, okay, I'm aware of this. I need these people in my life to help me grow. But what I need to do first is to make sure I can like look in the mirror and be proud of who I am mm. right now and not find my identity in my accomplishments. Yeah. And Agreed. yeah. And that's like, even in the journal, I'm like, like I treat God like a hobby, like work in my career and my family, like those come first mm. and my friends, those come first. That's life. And then if we have time for God, if we have time for church, that's good. Cause that's a hobby. That's on your free time. Mm. But it should really be kind of like reverse because if if i put my identity and what god says i am what the bible says like i am then i won't really have to you know be like daniel i've like put so much of my worth in what you what i don't do that mm. i'm supposed to do yeah. so it's like that's another principle take full responsibility you can't i could blame you and say daniel you put so much pressure on me like i don't want to post my oh. podcast every day like i don't want to do this wednesday yeah. and what that would do is say okay you're good and you can totally like distance yourself and if someone else positions you as their mentor then you'll give them that energy mm. you know like that could happen but if i take full responsibility i can understand that no this is actually you you don't know how to carry your own presence and not put your worth in your accomplishments mm. so i'm learning how to on my days off have days off and not feel unnecessary pressure if you need to do this i'm like hannah you're not what you do and that's my journey mm. it's not you putting pressure on me too much pressure because you know i can handle the pressure you put on me and the responsibility you know i can sometimes some weeks and some seasons i won't but you can you know i can take it so you keep giving me that pressure because i can take it yeah, it's it's my journey of self-love and you said something about um, Having God in your life as a hobby. I don't I don't agree with that. I think you I think you everything that you do you kind of like Know that he's there. Yeah. So like as an example like uh, my brother passed right um, I kind of live like that. I have a principle where it's like oh never disappoint your family mm -hmm. So my brother's not here yeah. And I know he's in heaven. So therefore, it's like, oh, make sure you do the things daily so you're not disappointing him. It's nearly like the same as God. I don't go to church all the time. I don't I don't pray all the time. I don't talk about God all the time. But everything that I do, it's like I'm not disappointing my family. I'm not disappointing God. I'm not disappointing. I'm not causing harm onto others is like mm -hmm. my intention. Um, and it turns out like we are. We were talking about how I thought I followed the Ten Commandments, and then we kind of that we was were, so funny. We were going through it. I was like, "Oh man, I actually got stuff to work on," but it could be worse. Mm -hmm. And I don't think you treat God as a hobby. I think the people around you make it feel like you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and also, I did do a missions season of life. Mm -hmm. Did missions for a while, so I know more than. A lot of people realize that I know what it's like to put God first in every area of your life. Mm. 
from what you eat to what you wear to your time to what you read to what you post to what's on your phone like I put God first in everything and and oddly enough that was a very very fulfilling and happy time in my life yeah it wasn't like I felt controlled or couldn't do anything I'm like no a lot of my decision making I felt peace about a lot of decisions I made but now not doing that missions life I feel like I might have some like it's supposed to be this way mentality but you can make your own rules with God not you get to control God but it's like your Sunday isn't everyone else's Sunday mm-hmm. you can sit down and, and connect with God on a walk you can have coffee with a friend and say hey I wanted to talk about these God thoughts you know like making his presence aware because God is love so mm-hmm. like really you're right I do incorporate God a lot it's just yeah. maybe I don't get poured in or I'm not around people that say God like we don't say God but our mission is to expand and and better humanity which is like the basic christian principle mm. the basic faith principle be fruitful and multiply make things better make things good and make more of it yeah and even um just like how I, we we carry this similar trait the both of us when we're not productive that brings us a tremendous amount of stress is that accurate so accurate isn't that weird it's yeah. almost like it's even for myself if like i'm at a time where it's like man i'm I'm able to enjoy this moment. I'm able to enjoy this playtime, like enjoy this. But like deep down, I'm like, man, it's like I was telling you this over the phone a couple of days ago when we were talking during the week. And I said, it takes a really sick person to like be happy when they're like just working. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's their playtime. Mm-hmm. It's weird. <laughs> it's very different these days, but it's a better it's a better sickness. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like they uh they say like everybody's addicted to something and yeah. like i feel like that's my uh addictive trait mm-hmm. one of them that's a like good one my... though yeah but i don't like that's the thing but when for other people it's like you're doing too much or chill out a little bit or stop or come on take a break take a breather mm-hmm. come on have this drink or do this sniff this coke so they're like sniff oh. this coke <laughs> like who who are you talking to <laughs> but you know what i mean it's it's yeah. just uh looked at a different light I would say and then like kind of being near you and like when we kind of talk about our things and you tell me how you're in a scenario kind of like similar to me where it's like you're doing something where it's like damn like am I really being productive here not really then it causes unnecessary stress but I feel like that's what we need to be careful on Mm -hmm. Uh, the both of us is just kind of like let's just be here let's just feel this experience let's just like be at peace with everybody around us and just like let's just enjoy it you know what I mean? Sit on it and just like, <sighs> mm-hmm. but that's work. That's, yeah, mm. that's a whole art, like a whole way to learn how to live because I've never lived like that. Never in my life. Like even growing up, I would feel guilty if I was, it was late in the morning and I was still sleeping. Yeah. You hear my dad's footsteps and you're like, I'm just brushing my teeth <laughs> for no reason. Just to have that ambitious energy in the day. Yeah uh off air we were talking uh, a lot about principles um do you think a lot of people who don't because i tell like a lot of young people that like oh what principles do you like kind of carry around with or like what do you mean by that and i was like just kind of like things that that you're not married to but things that you carry with you on a day-to-day basis Mm -hmm. um and people get kind of confused by that it's almost like um like a morning prayer Mm-hmm. kind of thing like or your night prayer or something that you say to your family or something you say to your wife or your husband like I love you baby or so on and so forth like what principles do you carry and why do you think people get so confused about that 
Do people just not carry principles anymore? People don't carry principles anymore. And principles have to be taught. Mm -hmm. A lot of things aren't taught. And I realized that because my parents taught me a lot of things. I didn't know it was abnormal. It's all I knew. Mm -hmm. So there's principles that I carry in my life. And I don't blame anyone for not carrying them. But it's just not normal. Someone had to have taught you. Taught you. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) Here we go. Yeah, what is uh what would you say that your top three core principles? To make every person I encounter feel loved and worthwhile. All things in life require sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So do the sacrifice, work hard for that sacrifice and I would say look at the sunny side of everything and make your optimism come true. Mm. That's from something called the Optimist Creed, which is another list of principles. My dad said, if you and your sister memorize this, then I'll give you money. So <laughs> me and my sister were like, okay. okay. And it says, to be so strong that nothing can disturb your peace of mind. Mm. To talk health, happiness, and prosperity to every person that you meet. To look at the sunny side of everything and make your optimism come true. To well this was a long time ago but those are the ones i remember mm. and those principles in my mind it's like i carry it in my pocket because it's stuck in my head i wish i could remember the others no so when for i you. huh i want no money for you no i'll ask my dad like can i rememberize it <laughs> <laughs> um but those principles you you just feel them and, and you're reminded of them and then you catch yourself treating people well and mm. then you catch them treating you well like out of this loving kind of respect and you're like oh Okay, I'm like, I like that principle. I'm going to yeah. keep that one. Love people. I'm like, okay, I'm going to love people. I'm going to do that. And then you learn people backstab. People will manipulate you. People will take advantage of you. And so you can learn there. Do I want to keep this principle of like loving people hard? Mm. Yeah, actually, because this person manipulated me because they've never been loved this well. They've never been so talked to someone so upfront about loving them. Or this person backstabbed me because they don't love themselves this person was treating me this way because their parents treated them bad they don't have real genuine friends that will actually love them this genuinely and so at the end of the day the person that carries the most love in their heart they're at peace they're at in right injustice and that's also where you have to learn your own ways to avoid getting manipulated or backstabbed or taken advantage of Mm -hmm. which is a whole nother principle or law that you have to create for yourself yeah for for people like how you said they had to be taught principles it's almost like just kind of like a like a slap in the face almost to like wake up to it like a principle can be make somebody smile today mm-hmm. or everybody that you come across make them smile that's a principle that's a beautiful principle because it leaves a good mark on somebody it's like yeah. ah man dad made me smile today or Hannah made me feel really good today mm-hmm. all right you're like that with with hugs who hugs I thought you were trying to name somebody. I was like, who the hell is Hugs? <laughs> you mean Hugh? <laughs> uh, no, you're like always big on, you know, having a hug that leaves a mark, giving a hugs that leave a mark. And everybody yeah. remembers that. I don't like when people don't hug right. Are you okay with side hugs? No, it's disrespectful. <laughs> Fair. Like I want, I just want to like feel like our hearts, <laughs> you know, like, connected like oh you can hear my heartbeat and it's like that's very intimate (laughs) 
I feel like with a lot of people, I'm like uh, warming up to giving like hugs. No. But I'll be like, we're, we're side hugging it like, nope. until we graduate to big hugs. But some people, I'm like, you don't deserve my hug yet. <laughs> and that's just the truth because. You know. Is it mean this is a little different for a girl, right? Because if you're like. A tad. Yeah. Because it's sometimes it's different for guys. So like if I know the person, I'll mm -hmm. hug them. Yeah. But if there's someone very new. Oh, you're like, oh my God. Hi, like, I'll shake your hand like a G or I'll side hug you. Uh, like a G. <laughs> yes. Top. Top G. So uh, do you want to talk about some of the differences that have been happening in this world lately? That I would say bother you like truth or I have a, a big issue with the fact that everyone telling the truth is getting canceled mm. everyone telling the absolute winning truth that could benefit you and your family are getting canceled yeah so anyone that is even disagreeing that the people that I'm thinking of getting canceled should be canceled they're wrong yeah it there's certain things that are that are like you're obviously wrong because you're functioning out of hate this is a lie this is not true and this is not this can't work for a majority. But people like Joe Rogan, who is one of my greatest role models, he's like interviewing different people, just saying whatever he wants, aliens, shrooms, weed, fighting. Like he's so diversified. Mm -hmm. And so he talks about everything. He loves everyone. And, but there's certain topics, if he talks about it, he's like punished for it. Oh, sorry, you can't do this. You can't post this. Cancel him. Cancel Netflix for some stupid stuff when Netflix has terrible television on there yeah. that is just brainwashing children. And things like Andrew Tate. Every woman hates Andrew Tate. And every woman is like kind of, in my opinion, like not realizing that the principles that he promotes are principles that you want in your husband. Trust me, you are going to be more attracted to a man that follows Andrew Tate principles than a man that doesn't follow those principles or has none because they were never taught. Yeah. He says full responsibility. You have to earn your worth. A woman's not going to love you because you feel bad for yourself and you don't do anything. You don't work out. You don't work. Stuff like that. A woman wants someone that can protect her and the family. So yeah. be a fighter. Be aggressive. Be tough. Be strong. Like... I want that kind of man. I don't mm -hmm. want a man that's like, it's just been so hard lately. I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm like, other men aren't, aren't being as straight up and direct to men like Andrew Tate is. But women hate him with a passion. Yeah. And, and that's the other problem with social media. Social media is a huge issue because there's no sacred information. There's no like, this is for men. This is for women. This is age appropriate information. So when you all get it at once, it's really who's the most famous, who's the most popular. That's mm -hmm. why there's a lot of media manipulation. I can post some interesting song or interesting quote or something I say, and they don't like that I said mask, or they don't like that I said something supposedly controversial, but, yeah. but that concept is insane. Yeah. If, if the concept of controversial is an issue, then free speech is attacked, and free, free speech is under attack. Yeah. And it's one thing to be unliked for disliked for like what you say it's another thing that we're in a time where you can get canceled mm -hmm. like we we need to realize we've been through covid we saw all the bs that happened we yeah. saw the people one party and another party hating each other we saw unbreakable families broken mm -hmm. because of perspectives on a sickness shouldn't we all be on the same team here helping each other shouldn't we all want to help each other mm -hmm. and heal 
and not get sick and be with each other so we can live life. I don't know if you remember 9-11. Sorry to interrupt you. 9-11, it brought everybody together. Everybody was hugging. That's everybody crazy. was like, we are with each other. There are American flags everywhere. We're like, we're strong, proud to be an American. Like, that's not a thing anymore. If you have an American flag in your house, like, you're a bigot. And it's like, yeah. what? It's like, sad. It's very sad. And, and that's another thing. Someone could think what you're saying is offensive and cancel you for that. Like, that's that's the world that we live in. We have to realize that we're graduating from that weird COVID confusion. Yeah. You know, why didn't we get unified like we did for 9-11? I don't remember. I was very young. <laughs> yeah, I was young too, but I remember even like, I remember because I was young, but even the after effect, like watching documentaries and seeing everybody like love on each other, like they were so worried. We were being attacked. So it's kind of scary. Like, what are we going to do? We're going to be together and we're going to win. Mm -hmm. That's the point. But we're all, all fighting. And that's one of the reasons why, like, I, I always ignored politics when I was younger because people are always fighting. People mm -hmm. are always mad. And it's like, as I get older, it's still the same. Mm -hmm. And I lay on a certain party and I know you do as well too, but it's still kind of annoying that everybody's still fighting. It's yeah. still kind of like, like Pierre, our mutual friend, Pierre, shout out to fucking Pierre. Um, I love his philosophy because he's stoic. He's like, if it don't bother me, I don't give a shit. I kind of have that too, but I'm also, I like to be aware mm -hmm. and know what the hell's going on. But I also had that principle too. No matter what's happening, I'm still going to figure it out and get my fucking bread. Mm -hmm. There's no excuse. Mm -hmm. Like, oh my God, this person is president. Oh my God, how am I going to eat my food or how am I going to make my money? I'll figure it out. That's That's what leaders do. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of funny how those people, the strong, durable, adaptable men are kind of like, oh, no, 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 you're on this side. You're the bad guy. But when trouble hits and when trouble needs saving, who do you call? The strong, durable, adaptable men. Mm -hmm. You think soft men are going to help you? Hmm? They can't. They can't. They can't. Mm -hmm. So therefore, why is that being celebrated? It's like, okay, you can go ahead and celebrate that. But when tough times come, you're going to need people, the strong ones. And honestly, the strong are the only ones that prevail. They're the ones that show up. They're the ones that are going to put on their gear, stack up their ammo and be ready to go. Mm -hmm. But that's strange. And how like the, it's, it's very attractive seeing women boss up, uh, you're seeing that a lot now, but you're also seeing uh, men do the opposite. Yeah. And that's what's like disheartening. It's kind of like, damn, what the hell happened to you guys? Like, where, where's the rest of you guys at? Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a very select few that I know that I can bump into. I'm like, oh, dude, like I can rely on you. I rely on you to go to war with. Mm -hmm. And even like that too. Remember we were talking about, um, you said a lot of family had dropped you due mm -hmm. to your certain your beliefs. And I was like, hey, Hannah, those type of people you don't want to go to war with. You can't trust them mm -hmm. because they're scared, whiny. I'll change my language a little bit. Uh, don't. Bitches. <laughs> You're, you, yeah, you are a bitch if, if something can destroy love. Oh. Because I've, I've, I've been that way too. Getting, letting my feelings get in between something. But when a family is assigned by blood to be a family, then anything that can harm that is, is effed up and trash and garbage like and i got to see that and i was like oh okay i think i want my circle to be people i can go to war with like you're saying yeah and that's like how it is now like if you cry victimhood how can i trust you to go to war with me 
how could I trust you to fight beside me? Mm-hmm. If we're out in the street, like, like you, you, I know you're a very dangerous woman. And that is very amazing to know when I walk with you out in public. I'm like, for one, I'm going to always keep Hannah safe. But also, I am also very aware she can do some fucking damage too. So it's like when we're both out in public, it's like we kind of walk with that confidence. Like we are very dangerous people. And if somebody tries to fuck with us, we got it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And it's funny how you say that women have really like stepped up you can see a woman show up in any way and you're just like okay like wow you really do what you got to do and men not not like all of them obviously but it's okay for a man to get away with doing a lot less no financial responsibility no hard work ethic not told to learn how to be aggressive and learn how to fight and protect himself and like be the provider and the protector that's not honored anymore but for the women that want to step up they step up because most of us have to mm. most of us realize that in this world if if one we don't have a man we can't we can't really put that responsibility on him then all we have is ourselves yeah. we can't trust a lot of men to be our protector to always be there to provide so we have to do it ourselves but the truth is in a relationship like most women want to let their guard down most women want to know that their man can protect them and make them feel safe mm. so i don't like defend myself because i'm like i'm the only one i ever need i want a man that can let me just uh like be goofy like let my shoulders drop and feel safe Mm -hmm. but if i am gonna be going places in this crazy world then like i think it's my responsibility to protect myself especially if i'm going out with girls and you know we're girls but i take pride in the fact that my girlfriends could all pretty much fight except for one yeah but i'll protect her (laughs) isn't that very uh comfortable like comforting i would say it's like comforting yeah. to be able to walk with people who are very, very dangerous. And you are surrounded by a lot of dangerous, amazing people. Yeah. You know, because I feel like to me, like um, Jordan, Jordan Peterson's famous quote is like, you have to be a monster mm-hmm. uh, because the people who are like, say, don't know danger, they're actually the weakest kind of people. Mm-hmm. They are not aware like when they don't know say combat when they don't know how to be humbled by another grown-ass man where they just kind of go to their life playing video games and oh my god mm-hmm. like I cut my finger cutting kiwis like you know what I mean uh, you need to be a fucking monster yeah you have to be it's that is essential yeah and like even I, I look forward to having say sons and daughters mm-hmm. because I just want to I also just want to live as that principle like oh like their dad is a fucking savage like, I want my kids to go to school, if not homeschool, actually. Uh, yep. <laughs> but to be able to, like, sit down with their brothers and sisters and just brag about their dad. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking flex. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, dad's our superpower. Fuck Superman. Fuck Batman. Like, we get to wake up to our superhero every single day. That's a flex. Mm-hmm. But now, you got dads. Son, pass me my beer. Turn on the TV. Mm-hmm. And then go to sleep on the couch and they're just fat and lazy yeah or dads that would just leave not be present not do their time not pay their portion or be a father and stay Mm. and i i respect parents now that i kind of see more children um and i don't disrespect the ones that don't choose that but that like really work on co-parenting with someone that they're not in a relationship with or love so that the kids can see them get along together just just for that certain season of their little baby time yeah obviously if they're fighting it's like different but yeah like I I know a lot of single moms men just couldn't do it yeah I feel like character and reputation uh, 
it's always very easy for me to like put a stamp on somebody who's not there for their kids i was like oh like you're not a man Mm-hmm. you split the bill with a woman on a date you are not a man mm-hmm. like literally all these little things that people are doing now it's just like dude like why are these boy tendencies just everywhere what the fuck happened it's because we don't say anything and like so i say shit you do and and that's why here we're yeah we're talking about a lot of like these sucky problems happening in society but we are saying it because you know that you and i as communicators running a podcast meeting a bunch of different people like we're responsible for creating the generation that we choose to associate with Mm. the people that we can reach out to like our own circle we're creating our community of people that if we had to go to war then we all got each other we all know each other we've had a podcast you met people you met people like it feels like it's becoming this tribe of unstoppable human beings that aren't victim thinkers or they can fight or they're they're just more empowered humans you know what's scary in the best of way the ice party that you had, an ice party, uh, ice bath party that you had, mm-hmm. if you think about it, if somebody tried to kidnap, or not even kidnap, break into your house that day, they would be fucked by all the people that were in that house that day. Yes. You know what I mean? So that is such a, I love that feeling, how we're all in the gym killing our bodies making each other suffer and looking at everybody fatigue and like feeling that like god damn this is hard but we are so fucking dangerous Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but it's good to even the after effect like guys look at what we did and then we all get into that group ass hug and be like dude like suffering together is so fucking necessary exactly and those are the people i choose to surround myself with and i like it a lot better that way my strengths are i like see my strength when I'm around people like that, I learn more. Like my genuine friend and hangout time is like going to jujitsu class with someone. Yeah. Like, oh, we're both going together or doing privates with someone for jujitsu or doing boxing. Like that's I love that. And I'm I'm forcing myself to love this because I want to feel like empowered and unstoppable because I don't I think that that's how I can stay in my loving state and also protect and defend myself. Yeah. That's like what honestly every man would want. And then I think we talked about even like being intimidating, like as a woman and stuff like that. But like, I feel like that should attract a male towards you even more. You know what I mean? Like you were saying in the beginning of the podcast, like how you're not uh, accepting, not not accepting. You're, you're saying no right now to uh, being in love because you're working on things. But I feel like if a man, grown ass man were to bump into you and has his principles dialed and has his shit situated, uh, he would not be intimidated by that. Mm-hmm. He would be like, where has she been? Who is she? And then she goes to see meet your family. And he's like, what is happening? People fall in love with me from my family. That's a good thing to have, though. <laughs> that's a good thing to have, though, honestly. I feel like that's important because I feel like with somebody who has a strong relationship with their siblings, with their parents, uh, it's a good it's a good trait to have because it shows that you care. And there are a lot of family problems in any family right but it's still it's no matter what you're just like hey love you i love you and you know you know damn well that ain't gonna change so you better chill the fuck out you know what i mean like it's Mm -hmm. it ain't going nowhere but the fact that you guys can sit at a table and have dinner laugh joke around talk nonsense it's hey that's it's a beautiful thing to have and for a male and a female to see that like say if if my future significant other watches me if i'm like oh like i'm gonna go have you meet my siblings and have meet my mom and if she kind of sees how i treat my family she's like dude like you have a really good relationship with your family Mm -hmm. i'm just like that's 
common sense and seems like having like a healthy relationship with your family kind of solves other problems in a weird way it's like it's like similar to having a strong faith you kind of get filled another way when you and your family are are good and solid you know yeah. and like families they always hit uh some sort of a headbutt they always do but mm-hmm. like i said regardless like hey dude love you chill relax mm-hmm. don't worry about it like take a chill pill you know what i mean yeah. but it's like <laughs> But I think that's like being stoic. Like sometimes like you just can't let things get to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm currently still doing that. You know what I mean? Trying to always work on that. Trying to like better myself in that aspect. Because I feel like family is like the only moments where it's like they can actually like make me react in a way that I do not want to. Mm, yep. Family you know? does that. So, and family and love. Yeah. I look forward to being in love again though. You know what I mean? I want to do it right. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. But what what age do you think you will be? What age do you think you'll settle down? Because remember how I told you, I was like, I think between 28 and 30 are the ages that I'm going to be settling down. Yeah, I know. For an odd reason. I think that's stupid to predict. I was literally talking to Jessica yesterday because we had our time together. And I was like, you know, sometimes, sometimes I see people and they have kids in their arms. And I just think in my mind, like, when will that be my time? You know, like I'm with my, my little boys all the time. And I love that. Like they're crazy. And I I love like my way, my time away too. But like, I'm so fulfilled just to see them here and there and have my time with them. But yeah, when is my time? So as a female, I have to be more mindful that my window of like, get bounced back after pregnancy it's like the earlier the better so freaking probably like 24 damn yeah you know when people like um they say like you need to be with somebody for a long period of time to like really recognize that you're like actually in love with this person i think the older you get the more you're just like dude like you know you know what you want and when you kind of have a sense of like this person when you see them at the bad times the the hard times the crying days the happy days and you're just like you go through like so many seasons of life with them and you're just like, I love you. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, we've only talked for like five months, but I love you. Weird, right? There's not really a time frame. There's not a time frame. Yeah. Like yeah. I know people but who... seeing people through seasons matters though. Yeah. Agreed. I know somebody, I know a couple, they were dating for six months, got engaged. They're getting married in September. That's crazy. That's like within all in the same year. Yeah, that's very, very common in the Christian community or like the missions community. Mm. Like they'll date for like three to six months and get married because of the principle celibacy, the principle. Why? Because they don't want to wait that long. (laughs) They cannot wait that long. You think that's what it is? Like you think that it's because of that? Because I mean, shout out to my cousin, Nathan, but he would always talk about that too. He's like, dude, we're being celibate. It's so freaking hard, but man, I can't wait. (laughs) Yeah. Like that, that'll get you married pretty quickly. It's a good idea though. If people follow the principle, yeah, because it's true. Like you should, like that's a crazy experience to be sharing with someone that you're not really sure about. So imagine sleep, like imagine you're in love with somebody, you're dating them and you've, you've both made that oath. You're not even married yet, but you're just like, oh, we're going to wait till marriage and you're sleeping in the same bed. Night, baby. Like, (laughs) it's like shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, people can do that. They really do. Just get married very quickly, which these days. Also, I think there's a lot of other elements to getting married that you really have to think out since since divorce rates are so high. They're not even happening now. Like they said, there was, I think that I saw this stat where uh, dating, the dating pool is just not even, uh, has decreased so much. Having children has decreased so much and weddings have decreased so much because people are prioritizing work. In themselves. 
Yes. And that's that is a big big issue too because that's it goes back to the whole like we're so good at being productive but when are we just being you know being present and that's why i want to do more community things because i don't want to just be a hustler and be a worker and, and have what i want just to work again to keep it but like i want people like to gather and like i want to know people that meet each other and fall in love because of my gatherings you know because mm. it's so true it's, it's like we're seeing we're in a time where all it is a rat race and everyone should be getting on this rat, rat race because you're also not so respectable if you can if you don't have a job if you don't have income coming in that can take you, care of you because that's another thing a woman also wants to be financially taken care of uh yeah like you're not just going to be taking care of yourself i cannot like imagine being with someone that's like i don't have money for a date so we can't like maybe you know if it happens it happens or like farther along in the relationship but you have to have money mm. but on this race make sure if you're already making your income you know how to get off of it and be a human being not just a human getting ready for sleep to go back to the race yeah. you have to be a human being and with your human doing make money yeah if you want to be if you want to remain in the bay area but it's like it's just crazy to see that you're either kind of lazy or you're you like don't have a soul and all you do is work so i respect the the balance of it and it feels like a battle knowing how to be but like you said sometimes it's not a matter of balance you just do it agreed and and then when you feel those moments to chill you're like ooh, i'm gonna ride this one like this is fun you know you know what i like doing uh when i used to date every time i could take a girl out to dinner uh, before we sit down as like oh the waiters kind of open the chairs for us i give them my card before i even sit down that's a good while good she's thing. taking a seat and then me and him are just passing by each other I'm like, hey here you go and then she we're eating our dinner the night's going swell and then oh the check comes she was like when did you pay it's like slick right Very slick. smooth i respect it but it's it, there's no like awkwardness either it's mm -hmm. not like oh man like who's paying today we're we gonna like but i feel like that's not that shouldn't even be a question but i know today's society it is but uh that shouldn't even be a thing. Mm -hmm. Like even with you and I, every time we go out to like lunch and grocery shopping, we are fighting at the it's register. A, it's a fight. And I literally grab your card and I flick it on the other side of the room. <laughs> or like one time we made their little cash register thing fall and we're like, Dude, we, broke we made it. something fall. No, the burrito place. Remember? We broke it Did there. Did we break it? Yeah. Mm. I think we had to do it manually or something shit like that. Yeah, we, we broke it. Did you pay or did I that time? I did. I but yeah, you've actually won a couple times. Shout out to you. Thank you. Yeah, you're slick. You're slick yourself, but don't ever do that with your man. <laughs> Ooh, what about that? How are you gonna like? Are you gonna want to help out or have just had that reliable man? Like, babe, you don't need to do shit. I'm gonna take care of you. Don't I would you like him. That? I like that. Yeah. If he could take care of me, I love that. Like with my, uh, with my ex, he would pay for everything like especially food he'd pay for all of our outings and our dates so i wouldn't like oh i'll chip in i'll do this but like when i knew he needed something i would like to mm. be able to help him like get a gift, it gift giving, yeah. yeah or like because because we were young we were yeah. really trying to grow up together and we were very young so like money wasn't always easy but like with clothes you know we always need clothes like i'd love shopping for him and so yeah. it was like like he knew it was never not like you just kind of take my money but um, it, it felt like I liked it that way. Secure, right? Stabi I felt secure. Stability. Because mm -hmm. I got to be like, I'm going to go buy you a gift because I know you need this. And he got to be a man that takes care of me on a dinner date. Yeah. 
what other uh, what other topics that you wanted to bring up on this podcast? The power of self-image. The power detail. of self-image has been something that I've been learning a lot about. I read a book called Psycho-Cybernetics. It's a great fucking book. It blew my mind. And mm. that was requested by someone I did a podcast with named Aquarius Wave. And that book really like got in my mind about my beliefs and my thinking and why I do what I do. Um, but I feel like in society, in the day-to-day <clears throat> people that we meet, you can see someone's self-image of themselves and and i like i like people with such a good self-image that it almost goes off as a little bit of cocky and arrogant like you know if you really think about people in my circle you kind of most likely heard them call like brag about themselves in some way but that's because the power of self-image is so real and so needed if you are someone that constantly downplays yourself and doesn't think you're going to accomplish anything or do anything. And you're just like, you don't speak highly of yourself. It's like, it's kind of irritating. It's gross. It's gross. But when you like believe in yourself and you see yourself in a really high manner, like you're worthy of respect. You don't let people talk to you in a certain way. You carry yourself way a good way. You think you're beautiful. You think you're smart and mm. talented and destined for greatness. Some may call that arrogant and cocky and overconfidence. But I think that that kind of self-image is so is so beautiful and and that's where understanding the science behind it um like you have to understand like what kind of self-image you want to have and believe in that will give you the dream life that you want or at least get you on a path to attain the life that you want to live and it and it starts with doing what you do because of how you see yourself mm-hmm. and like it's like a reputation thing too like what you how you portray yourself to others if you're like just some asshole of a guy like nobody's gonna really want to hang out with you mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. um just like you like you love bringing people together just like how that ice path party that we had that was great that mm-hmm. was like one of the best things we did that like what was it over summer last year or something yeah. like that like don't i do totally it again. forgot yeah for sure but it's uh doing those things that leaves a great mark on people they're mm-hmm. like everybody's looking around having a good time they're like man like and then when they all leave it's like man if we this would have never ever happened if it wasn't hannah's doing you know what I mean? So that's a good mark to have. It mm-hmm. leaves a good mark on people. Yeah. But it's also the most important thing is like how you see yourself. Mm-hmm. Because if you didn't have confidence in yourself, that that day would have never happened. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and all those people there though, they allow me to believe in this amazing person that I want to start mm-hmm. embodying and believing in. You know, like taking these weird risks, do an ice bath party, you know? People... I tell them and they're like, yeah, that's an awesome idea. And like, if, if you want to be someone, <laughs> if you want to be someone that you're proud of, um, one, you need to start believing it and behaving like that dream person. But you also have to have people in your life that are open for that change, are open to see you elevate that aren't like, you're not being yourself. Why would you want to do that? Like, do you think you're better than, you know, that whole conversation or, or that's not you. I know you don't want to do that, but people that, see the growth because it's growth Mm. and want to allow you and and do these weird different things that align with this image of greatness that you want to be yeah you have to really like literally pretend you're someone that you're not till you're that someone yeah 
because unless like you don't have to be content with yourself all the time Mm -hmm. like you want to accept and love yourself because it's healthy but like if you're a lazy person if you're not a gym person if if you don't eat right if you aren't really happy then it's okay to be like all right i'm gonna try to be that person that wakes up every morning happy and i'm gonna try and all of a sudden you wake up happy Mm -hmm. agreed um i was laughing earlier because that day of the ice bath party we're all savages in there right but we still have an inner bitch in us yes so there was before we got started when we were getting all the workouts together murph and i were standing next to each other and he was like dude i don't think i want to get in the ice bath i was like bro i don't either i was like i'm wearing sweats i don't have any underwear and then like we're like fuck we can't say no though and as it was funny because as time went on a couple minutes went by and then we both like looked at each other when your dad was kind of introducing the workout and me and Murph looked at each other was like, hey, bro, we have to go in, you know, but it's like so everybody funny. has that inner bitch. Be yeah. like, don't do it like you can you can skip it. It's fine. It's weird. Right. But and then something like triggers us to be like, dude, go handle it. Mm-hmm. That's your job. Go do your duty. Yeah. You know? Which is crazy because <laughs> you two were like. Like, you know, you're both my big mentors, you know, like I can go to you guys for life advice or like anything. And everyone else there was obviously younger. (laughs) I would be so pissed if you guys left. Even like Xavier, without a doubt, it was like, yeah, I'm going in. Like he was excited. Mm. And to be able to do that with like such like multiple people, like a whole community was like, yeah. I can't believe I almost missed out that party. Remember that? Um, Yes. I almost didn't. What did I say? I'm not going to do it. I said, I'm not going to do it if you don't go. I know. And I felt so bad. I was like, you know what? I want to go. I think I was like doing some like family event thing too. And I just left. Well, thank you for being there. I got you, dude. I even, your mom even pulled me aside too. She's like, thank you for being here. And I was like, dude, of course. Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Like, of course I'm going to be here. But it's just so, it's so nice hearing it from, you know, your, your parents. You know what I mean? It's, it's always great hearing it from you. But like when you're your elders kind of notice, you know what I mean? Like the sacrifice and the time invested. And they're just like, appreciate you. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we have to start doing those more. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like that could be a freaking at this point, like a weekly thing. Yeah. But so. that's a lot. Like not for me, but everybody's schedule. Cause everybody has a different weekend. I would say. Everybody does something different. Like, oh, I got plans. I got to go to a wedding here. I'm going to go travel over here. Oh, I'm going out of town for the, going to the lake or some something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like July for us is going to be great. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for that. It's a big month. Oh, yeah. It's funny. I was talking to my coaches. I was with Coach Murphy and Coach Alex. Mm. And we were talking about alcohol. They both don't drink. That's amazing. They both don't drink, but they both smoke. Weed is their thing. Um, but they were like telling me like, if there's anything you benefit from avoiding it's it's alcohol it never brings out something good it it brings out something bad and so i was really like thinking about it because like you know they i trust them and i was like okay yeah i could i could give up alcohol but then i had a friday night and i'm like okay i have two of my best friends with me it's like it's girls night we're gonna do something and then i i knew some other girls that were having a girls night they were gonna drink wine and hang out and i'm like what else could people gather to do if it's not drinking because drinking has music it's social it's like cute little mixes of whatever and you're in a a environment for that but they don't create environments for like hangouts late at night when you have free time with your girls there's not a thing for that just drinking and dinner but like where you know you really got to create it yeah 
but it, I wish there was better options so that like me and my friends could do something that's not always involving drinking. Even if we don't drink, we dance. But still, like, where's those hangouts late at night for like different kind of parties? But well, that's why like I really enjoy spending time with you is because we are we have so much in common, mm-hmm. and it's that. Like, how many times have we? drinking together a couple of times but the bit like the 98 percent of the time what are we doing we're doing things like this we're after this we're gonna go to your house and chill some more like Mm -hmm. that's the best like those are honestly some of my best days you know what i mean Mm -hmm. which is crazy to say and we're not drinking we're not doing anything like crazy we don't have to we Mm -hmm. could still have so much fun build some memories it's always a great time that's why I'm just like, oh, like Hannah's coming over. Like, where are you at? You're, you're too late. It's too late. Like you said, twelve thirty. I said twelve forty-five on the phone. Twelve fifty. Five minutes late. Ouch. I heard five minutes. I heard late. something so loud outside my house. I was like, what is that? And I look at the window. I was like, oh, she's just playing her music a loud. Oh, I was on the phone with my friends from Europe. So I was like, it's okay. I understand. It sounded like music. Being being like flexible with my time, even though I've never been like great with time like perfect with time is another journey of like accepting myself Mm. like the world's not gonna end if you show up five minutes late calm down because other other than that you know how busy i am like i gotta do this gotta do that can't be late to that and so like me kind of stepping in my my feminine peaceful state of flow is like calm down do what you're doing well until you do the next thing well yeah like we remember how we used to have like a mandatory one week thing Mm-hmm. But I feel like since you are so busy, I think it's essential for me to say give you that space to the point where it's like you kind of have a little bit of alone time. Or you're like busy things, too. I know that, but I I feel like um, there are moments where it's like yo, I could go see you, or I could stop by, or mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know what I mean? Because um, I I can do that. Like I feel like I'm able to. Like today, what, what's today? Saturday. Fuck. Uh, yesterday too. Same thing. It's like there's just certain days that's like oh if I if I have something planned with you, say next week. I'm going to be here all next week, by the way, next weekend. So say if you're like, Daniel, I'm going to come over Saturday. All right, let's do it. Let's figure something out. Let's do something. You know what I mean? It's like we could do something. I think think you and I need to start plotting some things. Well, agreed. That's, I think, what we're going to do after this. Like, we're going to pause this. Not pause this, but end this soon. And then go to your house. And I really want to go to your house. It's been too long. You know how long it's been since I've been to your house? Um, It's insane. I miss mangoes. yeah, there's mangoes at my house yesterday. Damn. Dad! <laughs> please, mangoes! Is she there, Auntie Susie? She's not. Is your she, mom there? No. God damn it. I know. I told Auntie Susie I'm gonna, I am gonna won't be there tomorrow before she leaves because I'm recording a podcast. And she's like, skip it. And I'm like, just say bye. <laughs> she's so funny. She's so cute. Every time I see her, like, it's so funny. I remember first meeting her. You know, it's just like when you first meet somebody, she's like, oh, hi, hi. And then now it turned and she's like, she kind of looks at me like, oh, you're here. And I'm just like, oh, my God, get over here. <laughs> yes. And Susie's the best. I, I miss her all the she time. She is such a sweetheart. Like, literally, she's like, it's so funny because you know how I hug, right? I still give her those tight hugs, but I'm also very gentle with her. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I'm just like, oh, like, I don't want to hurt you. She literally spends the whole day in the garden. The whole day yeah. in the garden until she cooks dinner. The best kind of therapy. Yeah, right. she has a beautiful life. She doesn't realize how Japanese she is, though. That's like the Japanese lifestyle. That's beautiful, though. Once I they get that. older, all they do is garden for like the whole day and they live forever. I love that hobby, though. I feel like that's what's going to happen where there's a lot of things that are going to like stack up. And I feel like it's like accomplish what you want to accomplish. Get off the grid. 
I do. I do too. You know, I want to also. We'll buy land and get houses right next to each other. Yeah, I want a cow, uh, a cow, <laughs> ten chickens, and um. Cows, uh, plural. I only want one cow. Really? For milk. Oh, what about eating it? <laughs> oh, I want space for a gun range. Ooh, crossbow. Uh, no, not a crossbow. Uh, bone and arrows. No, just a gun. What? You don't want to play with bows? That's so technical. That's it, a lot of technique. Maybe bows too. I'm going to do a bow. Okay. Like when I even go hunting, I'm going to start with a rifle and I'm just going to gradually go into like bow. Yeah. I just, I feel like discouraged because like I like the idea of learning a skill and doing it, but bow and arrow, you have to really like take the time to really practice. Whereas like I already know how to shoot a gun. How about we plan a hunting trip? I would love to. Literally imagine that in the forest for like five days. But what happens with the animal who like cuts it up? Uh, you send it to the nearest butcher, I think. Oh. But it's like the caring. You're literally wow. carrying it. And it's heavy. That's why you see all these uh, people who do hunt. They are exercising. These people are running mountains all the time on when they're not hunting. And then when they go out and hunt, they're conditioned for it. Because they do have to go lift up that freaking big old head of a deer because they want to put it on their wall. Like, it's a process. I went on a run this morning. See? That's a condition. That's a form of conditioning. I don't think I could carry it like a you know a a fox on me or something fox do you kill fox can you eat a fox (laughs) no but i mean if you come up with like a big solid group of people like we all just help each other up like a buffalo that would be insane elk you know elk is not served here it's illegal i've eaten it before though in here like here someone hunted it oh if they hunted it but like you can't buy it in a butcher i want a steak so bad right now dude tomahawk yeah, that one is the craziest uh, ever. It's the, have you had a tomahawk? Oh, yeah, you eat tomahawks all the time, Auntie, I feel like. Not all the time. Just Auntie Susie made it one time. They're so fire. <laughs> My on. You should have steak. We should just pick one up and make one at the house before the podcast. Fuck. <laughs> Honestly, go to like where? Fucking Costco, Safeway, <laughs> LB Steakhouse in Santana Row. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> you know that I got over $100 for a tomahawk? If you want a filet mignon, they're going to be like these size little. That's why I like ribeye. Oh, those are good. That's like similar to a tomahawk. Exactly. Right? But anyways, we, we hit it over an hour. Uh, Mrs. Loxon, I don't like how this has been such a far apart time that we haven't done a podcast together. I know. It's kind of disrespectful. So um, we're doing two in one day together. Pretty much, yeah. I like that. So are there any uh, closing statements that you would like to give for the podcast? Let's see. If you don't like yourself... In any capacity, if you don't like how you look or how you, your habits or your income or your, how people see you, um, fix it somehow without feeling the need to surgically change yourself Hmm. or add something like try to find a way to feel secure within yourself, find a way to not have to feel beautiful like put on a bunch of makeup to feel beautiful or have to cut up your stomach to feel skinny and love yourself or like add some stuff in your lips to feel sexy you know like learn how to feel secure in yourself and love yourself like it's it's a journey that you have to do and and fall in love with your expression with your beliefs with who you are so so much so where it's easy for someone to like not like something you do and leave your life and you're like well they're missing out on me because I'm great and I love being with me, you know. Yeah. Try to find those things because I feel like when you 
love yourself and you're more secure in yourself you can start your brain is is open to get creative about better things about other things but the truth is we all carry such deep insecurities and Mm. we like we need to sit with them ask ourselves why do i not like this about me Mm. who told me this lie about myself when i was young and now i believe it like do those kind of healing techniques do the work because we all get got to get on like a nice level to start building from there but no one wants to build with someone that hates themselves that just has their their whole worldview is is everyone's thinking about how i look and and me and and what i'm doing and what i'm saying no one cares about you that much but if you're secure in yourself we can start creating a team and building something greater than ourselves or even a community that's just out to see people win or even just some weird unique ideas that bring people together and bring something better but that only can happen with humans that are secure in themselves Hmm. so find those ugly things and get them out of your system look in the mirror and call yourself beautiful every day till you believe it and and be around people that see that greatness in you too yeah you'll be better off that way yes that's beautiful i think off air we were talking about a little bit of things of right now it's like a lot of people are lacking faith would you like to leave the podcast with a prayer yeah Wow, I've been done that in a long time. Me neither. Will you close your eyes? Yes. Okay. Dear Jesus, dear God, um, I thank you for being so easily accessible to me in every moment and to the listeners in every moment. And I pray that whoever's listening will feel encouraged and open to connecting with you and come to a fresh understanding that your power and your intention and and who you are is love and that if we can become connected and in tune with who you are and your desire for us and how you see us if we could know that then we can project that love too and so i thank you that your your purest intention is for your people to feel loved and be around love and know that they are loved um, apart from anything they do and i thank you for the fact that we can that you forgive us and that we can like love ourselves no matter what we've done in our past but have peace with where we are and who we are because of you so teach me how to trust you more and how to turn to you more and how to love you more and i pray that same prayer over the people listening teach my the listeners how to love you more and to be open to who you are and to receive your messages and your blessings and um i'm thankful for my friend daniel here for for pushing me to be the greatest version of myself and those those friendships are really rare so i just pray that um that you continue to bless daniel in his journey and his pursuit to help other people and as well as mine so so yeah thank you uh sorry i haven't been talking to you in a while like this but i will more in jesus name amen amen that was beautiful honestly <laughs> i was not expecting you to make me pray that hey, was wonderful though thank you i'm glad i did that honestly mm-hmm. truly just because we were talking a little bit off air about that you know it's so strange I feel refreshed. I do too. Weird, right? Yeah. See, that's something that's like a slap in the face. Like, hey, dude, I think you need to <laughs> like pray a little bit more. I know. I- I'm feeling it. I feel like God's just like, I'm here like whenever you're ready. But like, I'm right here. Here's some signs. Well, just... that felt good. That yeah. really did feel good. Thank you for coming on, Hannah. Thank I love you for you. having me. I love you too. Ladies and gentlemen, we're out of here. Goodbye. Bye.